Micah Boyette, and you're listening to The Slow Way. This is a podcast about the slow goodness of pursuing a sacred love that transforms everything, including you and me. It's a quiet space where all of us, frantic strivers, serial doers, and weary achievers, are invited in for a moment of reflection, an opportunity for prayer, and a chance to practice going slow in a world that often seems to only value speed, success, and power. Listen, friends, we know what's real. The true thing is deep down underneath the surface. And sometimes you have to stop long enough to notice. So here, let's try. Have a seat. Just for a few minutes, let's go the slow way. This Advent, I'll be sharing a couple of episodes a week to help us center our hearts and minds to make this season a sacred space for us. Each episode, I'll read an original poem written by me, particularly for the season of Advent. Stay tuned after each poem as I guide you through a contemplative practice to help us center our hearts and minds in the presence of God. Today's poem is called Christ's Mother Reflects, His Childhood. Its epigraph is taken from Lucy Shaw's poem, Mary's Song. It says, And for him to see me mended, I must see him torn. Christ's Mother Reflects, His Childhood. He stood at the door, wet-faced and panting. In his hands, three baby birds. They're hungry, he sniffed, nested them in a bowl with grass, fed them worms until they died. After, I held him for an hour, his soul too much for this world. Who doesn't want normal for her son? Yet he chose the lonely of the children, played ball with the friendless. He was quiet, sat with me, long hours watching the grass, the anthills, the sunset. Sometimes his sigh at such beauty went down too far. Do you know where I lived before I found you? He asked once as we sat on cold stones watching fireflies. Joseph inside with the little ones. I breathed long and answered, No, my love, I don't. I scanned his face with my eyes, a spark, a smile I didn't know, as if his chest's glow might burst, blind me in its radiance. 
We never spoke in metaphors, not light of the world, not cornerstone, not sacrificial lamb. When I found him in his studies, face down toward Isaiah's words, he looked at me and laughed. For my sake, I wondered, his own shock, a memory of the words he would fulfill. Later, the teaching, the miracles, the homelessness he chose, how to follow the child you raised, how to warm yourself in his light without catching flame and melting. Drink his blood, eat his flesh, beg his body to release from the wood it lay torn upon. Recognize the great pain he'd always carried. How his split soul all along was mending mine. A slow practice. I love thinking about the in-between spaces of this relationship of Jesus and his mother. An entire life unknown to us. What was their relationship like? Did Mary see it as her task to foster his spirituality? To train him up? We have two tiny smidgens of information about Jesus the child slash young man. One is the story of his holding his own with the rabbis of the temple as a 12-year-old. And another is that famous explanation containing all that the writers of the Gospels thought we ought to know. He grew in wisdom, in stature, and in favor with God and man. We all know that history is hardly kind to the women who built the communities and neighborhoods and cities of the past. The women who made the food and raised the babies and held the world together when the men all left for war. And what about this woman? What did she know? What did she tell Jesus about the truth of his divinity? When scripture says he grew in wisdom and stature and favor, this is what I hear. His mama taught him to think deeply. His mama fed him and forced him to exercise. And his mama made sure he kept his manners, especially when arguing in the synagogue with the religious leaders of his day. Today, as we near Christmas, I invite you to come close to this story in a fresh way, to consider what Mary witnessed as her son grew, to consider how much she was asked to sacrifice. Breathe in with me. Let's imagine that scene one more time. Jesus, the child on a stone outside his house, watching the end of the sunset. I don't know if there are fireflies in Israel, Palestine, but let's imagine there are. 
As the dusk settles in, the fireflies lift up from the ground like a miracle of light. There's a swing and a clack. The door to the house opens and closes. And in the background, we hear the sound of Jesus' younger siblings playing inside for the brief moment that the door is open. His mother walks the stone path down to where he's sitting. She sits on a stone beside him. Do you know where I lived before I found you? He says, not taking his eyes off the fireflies, not turning to look at her. No, my love, I don't, his mother answers. Sometimes I think the gift of believing or trying to believe. The wild power of a story like God revealing God's own divinity through a human child. It's not in its ease. There's nothing easy about believing it. The gift is in receiving the humanity. A God who knows what it is to sit with a mother in the quiet. A God who knows the sweet slowness of a sunset. A God who has had to learn some manners. I like the small, deliberate truth of God with us and what it actually means. I want to invite you to take some quiet space to consider what speaks to you about God turned human about our rescue coming through a boy who had to go through puberty. Poor thing. Take some time to quiet your body and come close to God.
Thanks for listening to The Slow Way. Choosing a moment of quiet and allowing yourself to be slow here with me is no small thing. When we move, even for a few minutes, at a pace that refuses to conform with the culture around us, we make space for God, for wisdom, for a vision of ourselves and others that can only be seen when we take the time to pay attention. What I'm trying to say is, we make space for love. So, well done, friends. I'm proud of us. I want to thank Carson Boyette and Val Schleter for managing my social media and keeping me organized. Jason Boyette for designing the label and being my wise knower of podcasts. And the great and good Angelina Marie for editing. If you're interested in more words on the slow way, you can sign up for my newsletter at micaboyette.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at micaboyette and find my book found wherever books are sold. You can also review The Slow Way on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts if you think that's a good idea. But if you're too busy to do that, you probably shouldn't. Instead, make a cup of tea, sit and read, or better, take a nap. Until then, friends, let's go The Slow Way. See you next time.